Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. I'm Jim. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once you've arrived at our webpage, there are links to places where you can hear our podcast, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, and more. There's also a link to our book where you can review the book and purchase it if you so wish. And there is a link to our new Boomer's General Store. It's a store that's all things Baby Boomer. Grandma, Nana, Mimi t-shirts. Papa, Grandpa, Boompa t-shirts. Little kids t-shirts from six months to five toddler. Hope you stop by and browse a little. I'd appreciate it. So let's get started here. Thank you for riding along. There are moments in one's life that stay with you forever. If it's a song or a movie or an experience with someone or something that happened when you were all alone, if it was a touch or a scent or an encounter with nature, memory is an amazing thing. And if you're able to forgive then even bad or sad memories can warm up in your heart over time. The human soul is so amazing. Being able to store these precious events and experiences in our life, catalog them, and let you access them when maybe you need them the most. Some of my cherished memories are my mother tickling my back as I'm a little boy as she tucked me into bed and I'm falling asleep. This is one of my favorite memories of all time. My wife has tried to replicate that, and she does a good job, but she's not quite mom. And that's okay. A man leaves his mother and clings to his wife, and I understand that, and she does a fine job of it. Probably just as good as my mom, but you know that memory thing's happening. Watching Grandma bake and later eating cinnamon rolls. My grandma was famous throughout the county for her cinnamon rolls. I can see them, smell them, and taste them even now as I'm talking about them with you. They stood high, full of cinnamon and sugar, melt in your mouth. When you got them straight out of the oven, it was like nothing else on earth. I've tried to find something that would rival that cinnamon roll over the years, and nothing Nothing ever came close. Playing little men with my brothers. We'd have little two-inch tall rubberized plastic soldiers and Indians and cowboys and horses and forts and all that stuff. We'd take a shooter and chuck it at those cowboys on the other end of over there where my brother was keeping all his cowboys. And he'd chuck that shooter right back at my Indians. Eating fried chicken, I remember watching mom put each piece in a brown paper bag. It had something in there. I think it was flour and spices. Shaking it up, then putting it in some oil on a pan on the stove. I don't know if it's me or it's the 21st century, but I cannot find good fried chicken anywhere anymore. It was a thing that everybody had, usually on Sunday afternoon. And now, it's like nowhere to be found. The song San Francisco 
and in my life San Francisco by Scott McKenzie talking about hippies and free love and flowers in your hair made me dream and made me wonder and later I found out it wasn't all it was cracked up to be in my brain that's okay the song is still does something to me the way it did me when I was 17 years old the other one in my life by the Beatles talks about people and places and events that have shaped you throughout your life so many of those things are gone and people have traveled on to the other side and you've gotten older too it is by far and away my favorite song the beginning of chariots of fire that movie about the olympics back in the 1920s and at the beginning of that movie those guys from the united kingdom olympic squad running up the beach barefooted with that music by Vangelis playing. Walking outside first thing in the morning on a summer day back home. So crisp and sunny. You just fill your lungs with that wonderful air. And you and your dog just go down the hill looking for another adventure that day. Life was less complicated back then. That's for sure. Witnessing the Grand Canyon for the first time. The first time I looked over the rim, it was almost like the colors were neon. The clouds had broken away and the sun all of a sudden came out and shined a mile below me. And it took my breath away. Still makes me smile when I think of that first encounter with it. Experiencing the death of my dog Poncho when I was 12 years old. It really is my first encounter with death and definitely the first encounter with death of someone or something that I loved. Later, about 20 years later, when I buried old Baloo Dog, my good, good dog, buried her up on the hill above our house there in little town in north central Colorado. And my wife and my two girls and I stood arm in arm crying and crying. You may say that death is not a warm memory, and I say, but it is. It is better to have loved. Swimming in the Dead Sea. It's not like swimming anywhere else on Earth. There's so much salt in the Dead Sea that you're more like a cork flopping around in the water. I would say that no one could drown there because they can't sink, but I think that is not entirely true because as you're bobbing around and not being able to sink, you do go face first into the water because it is so hard to control anything. And you are subject to the waves and the way the water is moving, and it is an amazing thing. When you get out of that water, your skin and your hair feels like silk for days and days afterwards. The birth of my first grandchild. My wife coming in and telling me that my daughter was having a hard time having the baby and the baby was distressed and please pray. We're fortunate we had a room there at the hospital. I'd never heard of that ever being anywhere before but it was at this hospital in Dallas where my grandson was born. We prayed for him, and he was born a happy, healthy baby boy who's now 15 years old. 
the birth of all of my children and grandchildren are indeed special events. But there's always something about the first one, no matter what it is you do on. Sadness the last time I saw Dutch. Dutch was this man that my dad bought his grocery store from, and then Dutch worked for my dad all the years that dad owned that store. He was a nice, nice man. I'd have trusted him with my life. And the last time I saw him, didn't know it'd be the last time when I said, Hi, Dutch. He was at a little memorial service, like the day of the funeral for my dad, and he was crying his eyes out and told me how special my dad was to him and what a good guy he was. I gave Dutch a big hug, told him I loved him. That was the last time I ever saw him. Going up the ski hill on a rope tow. That old rope is running along the ground and it's probably three inches thick. I don't know. That's going, you have to kind of get your mitten under it and then grab it with your other hand on top of it and it jerks you and you don't want to fall. You want to stay on your skis. And then it's kind of a nice ride up there. But that initial encounter, when you're grabbing a hold of that rope, can be an adventure like nothing else. Except maybe getting on a T-bar at the main ski area. Two of you standing side by side and this thing comes along and it's shaped like a T and you want to kind of bend your knees a little and it goes right between you two and that T, the thing just kind of hooks you on the butt and jerks you up and away you go if you don't fall. If one of you falls, you both will probably fall. You'll just be skis and mittens and goggles everywhere and look out, here comes the next couple people. That is an experience, that's a fact. I don't even know if they have T-bars or rope toes anymore. Feeling alone without loved ones, family, or God, and thinking this is going to lead to my death. Now that's not a good memory, but what came from all that is I escaped the being alone, the being without loved ones, and the being without God. And I don't know if I would have even known how fortunate I was without those three things in my life. Walking your daughter to the altar and stepping back as she goes to her new husband. That's a tearjerker for sure. Tears of joy. I'll leave it at that. Tears of joy. <laughs> Camping up in the mountains and really seeing the Milky Way for the first time. No place on earth there's a better view of the Milky Way than up in the mountains somewhere. Away from all the lights, closer to the stars than down in the valley. Driving through New England in the autumn. The colors are so amazing. And you drive under canopies of trees. Feels like you're in a multicolored tunnel at times. The hillsides are all multicolored. It's an experience like no other. The feeling I had the first time I knew I was loved. That is, the first time I knew I was loved other than my family. You kind of take that one for granted. And that's probably a good thing and yet you shouldn't. I know. But when you realize that somebody else 
that isn't actually obligated to love you, that is chosen to love you. If you step back and think about that and think about how you can share that love, I'm not talking about infatuation or anything, share your love. It is truly, it has to be a gift from God. Abraham, Martin, and John. Has anybody seen my old friend John? I think I saw him walking up over the hill. And last on my list, and definitely not even anywhere close to the least, I could have said this every other experience. It's a million moments with Kim. From big exciting events we partook in, to everyday ho-hum, this-is-life experiences. I've been blessed to have someone love me and share their life with me. I understand how fortunate I am. I also understand that I probably fall a little short in my reciprocation of such event. But maybe not. There's nothing like traveling through this experience we call life with someone close. And even if you can't experience it with someone for whatever reason, if it's death or disease or separation of any kind, or if it's just that your destiny was not that at all, don't blame yourself and try to compare yourself to someone else's journey because we all have our own journey. We're all assigned something different. And that's a good thing because if we all experience the same thing, well, it wouldn't be such a wonderful world, would it? This is a wonderful world that God gave us. I am trying to enjoy it, and I know how blessed I am. The seven wonders of the world are not the pyramids of Egypt, or the Taj Mahal, or even the Grand Canyon. In my opinion, they are to touch, to taste, to see, to hear, to feel, to laugh, and to love. Wherever you go in life, always be kind. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.